You're listening to the Soju Talk Nation podcast, episode 51. On today's episode, Luke Daniels and Reach join the show to discuss August in Soju Talk music and recap our adventures at KCON LA 2022. Yes, it was a wild one. So sit back and chill with friends. You're listening to the after show with the Soju Talk Nation. Welcome to the Soju Talk Nation podcast, a chill discussion on this month in the Soju Talk Nation. We're recording on Tuesday, August 30th, 2022. I'm your host, Chris V, and joining me this month, um, a world traveler, uh, bi-coastal, going all over the place in North America to see all of these idols, um, kind of a groupie in a lot of ways, in the best ways, the one and only Luke Daniels. Welcome, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I sure, you know, I'll be, I'll be a groupie. Groupies are all the idols. That's the thing. All of the idols. <laughs> true, true, true. And um, joining us, our, our other co- um, com- companion, our other companion during KCON weekend um, on the West Coast. Um, uh, someone who has been on the show many times to discuss Queendom. Um, we, we went super deep. I honestly cannot believe we did that many episodes, but he makes his return. The one and only reach welcome to the show sir hey good to be back again this famous world famous show please please um <laughs> but I, I would like to just at the very top of the show thank you both for coming on um kcon la 2022 had so many memories and uh the the biggest one was definitely getting to meet both of you on day one um coming together and then just going on adventures all over the convention floor and we're gonna get to it later but we got some adventures guys (laughs) boy 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 oh for real all right um well to start off the show we're gonna do our august in soju talk music recap um the main show um wasn't uh, wasn't around. Uh, they took about a three week break for the month of August, but we are still going to cover songs that were, came out during that time, and we got a lot of songs. So how the format of this show is going to go is, um, we've got our top three tracks of the month uh, with two alternates, and we'll go in descending order, three to one, um, and then we'll kind of have a, a cross discussion to see uh, what overlaps, what things were different, um, and just kind of go with our favorite songs of the month and just uh, you know how we felt. In, in the in between time between uh, our KCON adventures and um, any time we found with music, I think because this month is this month is wild. Um, we flipped the coin at the very beginning of the show, uh, before the show, and Luke Daniels is going first this month. So Luke, um, do the honor, sir. What is your number three song of August two thousand twenty-two? My number three song for August, uh, out of left field, not a girl group. Only boy, not group, but single boy to make my list would be Junie, not about you. That that, that is that is a uh, that is uh, an all in push if you're playing poker. If that is uh, as a craps roll right there. All right, 
So we covered the song on the, the Soldier Sessions with Max, and it is a very uh, introspective song, but it's, it's got a lot of emotional uh, storytelling. Luke, what is it about this song that captures your imagination with regards to relationships? And have you been in a relationship where it's not about you, it's me, and that's the reason why we're ending this? Have you experienced this in your life? Uh, yeah, so the song, firstly, it's like, I like, it's chill, late night drives kind of vibes, the the, the track that they put down, like the, the music is really good. Um, I tend to prefer songs where the vocals are up front rather than like buried behind. And I find a lot of Junie's music is that way where her, like he lets his vocals lead the music, which I really like. And in terms of like, my connection with that kind of song uh yeah there there have been times where you're like in a relationship and all of a sudden you kind of just realize you're just like it's not working out anymore and there's not a specific like incident or reason it's not like you know there was a big fight or someone did something wrong but you kind of just realize oh i'm not who i was or where i was when this started and this is no longer like working the way it should yeah no that's deep um i love what you said about the the song itself um i do appreciate that about juni as an artist where um he does have a lot of creative control over the sound and the style of music he makes but he's very uh vocal forward as far as being present in the song uh reach um, the song is kind of K-pop adjacent, but it's got a lot of emotion. So it's, it's kind of groovy too. Um, I do like the the vibe of the song for the most part. Yeah, and the song is kind of a upbeat song with a lot of sad undertones. Um, how did that all hit you uh, when you listened to the song and watched the music video? Well, you know, I'm I'm familiar with Juni. Uh, I really like his song "Movie" in his past releases. And I think Luke and I have the exact same list, man. <laughs> when you say Junior is your third, I'm like, oh, I have to go to my number four now. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's really, uh, the bass is amazing. Uh, it's, it's slow, but it's very driving. And uh, I think I mentioned before, I really like listening to the background music. And uh, that's really appealed to me. And uh, yeah, that was, oh, would have been my number three, but love it. I think we just spent way too much time together that weekend. We're just like all of our like minds have synced and we just like have the same thoughts and feelings about music. Um, I was very surprised when I first heard the song because uh, I'm still new to Juni. Um, I know his personality on all the Dive Studio shows, um, trying to sample his music here and there. But when I first saw it, I was like, oh, this is there's definitely attention and care to the song. But for me, I'm always captured by the visuals and the music video and the fact that wow, okay. it was telling one story where the very beginning, they're so happy together, right? It's like that puppy love, that new love. And somehow it crumbles, it falls apart, but you don't really know why, right? I mean, there's kind of a miscommunication and she thinks that, oh, you know, I wasn't doing anything. The, the dude jumped me and like hugged me and you saw something that wasn't real. But at the very end, it's almost as if Junie already has made up his mind and he's a little bit petty. With kind of how it works and kind of the uh, the roses being flown in the air, um, the thorny the thorny flowers, um, I I just really enjoyed this song and um, it got me into the album itself. Um, very similar vibe throughout the album. Um, a lot of great cameos, um, collaborations in the album as well. So um, if you're a fan of Juni, if you're new to Juni, let me check out not about you because uh, this one was a was was a surprise hit for me as far as uh, something that is not necessarily K-pop but definitely in the the sphere of Korean entertainment, Korean music. So 
Yeah, big shout out to to you guys for throwing this song in there because I don't I don't know if this would have been covered on the main show this month. So good. You know, I gotta throw Junie in whenever I can. Local Vancouver boy has to represent. Um, I actually know people who went to high school with Junie. Whoa, yo! Yeah. All right, go into that. Well, so what's that like, kind of being K-pop adjacent to someone in real life? Um, I, I totally forgot that he's from Canada. And he's from Vancouver in your area. So, um, is there a local uh, celebrity factor with Junie? Uh, I wouldn't say. I uh, I guess I guess people who listen to like I guess it's more like K R and B K hip hop. Um, yeah, it's always you have there's that extra bit where you're like, oh yeah, he's from the same city as us, so you do feel. I mean, it's it's definitely one hundred percent bias, right? Like, there's no, there should be no like, there's no actual merit from being the same place, but like, you know, on the inside, you're like, oh yeah, you know, like I know what high school he went to. He walked the same halls, blah blah blah, that whole stuff. And Whoa. every now and then, like, you do get some stories of like, oh yeah, Junie was like nice in high school, kind of thing. Like, I didn't know him personally, but I had some friends who did know him, and I was like, oh yeah, he seemed like a pretty cool guy. You're like one degree of separation for real, for real with Junie. So, I mean, that's some, that's a badge of honor. If anything, I will just, you know, you're, you're connected to K-pop. You're connected to uh, all the things that we love. So shout out to you, man. Cool. Um, I mean, I, um, in our area, we also have like a local celebrity also near my place. Who? Who from oh, from K-pop. Um, yeah. Mark Twan from that Mark. Side. Oh, Jeez. <laughs> that's right. <sighs> Man, I, I, have, uh, I had stories where I have like I've seen Mark at the local boba shop where I go to in San Gabriel. <laughs> Wait, Mark's in San Gabriel? Well, he lives uh, around there. He, I think it's already. Uh, I think people know out there he lives in Arcadia. Yeah, which is not far from San Gabriel. I, I know that area so well. Gosh, yeah. Jeez, man. Yeah. So next time we all hang out in LA, we're just gonna run into artists and musicians all the time. Is what it sounds like. Kind of far from LA, but. <laughs> It, it's it's one of those suburbs, right? I mean, it just it's just in the LA County area, so yeah, it's in LA County, but it's like off to the more east, like an hour to the east. Yeah, yeah, well, off the main seat of downtown. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's just, there lurking. Yeah, it's just amazing to have like these extra connections and to kind of make music a little bit more meaningful, right? I mean, Junie put so much emotion into this song and this release. It's kind of nice to have that kind of thread of connection with him and um. Honestly, we're probably just going to see him one day, so it's totally fine. Um, one quick note for Junie. He is touring North America. Apparently, the tickets sold out in, like, minutes. So I didn't even know about it. Oh, it was crazy. I, I didn't know about it until maybe a day before, and I just checked, and I saw online it sold out, like, immediately. So I'm like, you got a lot Yeah, of I couldn't get tickets to his Vancouver show, and I'm big sad. Yeah, I mean, that's his home. It's his hometown coming right, right there, man. Just, oh, man, Junie. Yeah, a lot, a lot more popularity than I, than I was aware of. I'll say that much. I mean, again, I, I knew him enough throughout the things that he did, but I just didn't really realize like how big of a following he had. So, yeah, but big props to both of you guys for throwing this one in there. All right, Reach, uh, what is your number three song? And it seems like it's going to be an alternate um, for August yes. 2022. Yes. So it's a, it's a boy group also. My number, well, four now. Uh, it's uh, ONF your song yes 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 are we just in our feelings right now i feel like we're just in our feelings with that no it's just like a yeah this is like it's like one of those songs you know uh your song and it's very nice i i nice low pop rock you know uh a great song of karaoke um 
I, I looked at the lyrics a, a little bit, and it's pretty much um, wanting to be uh, that that someone's uh, important for like to be to be their song, you know, to be the one that's uh, uh, get them going, uh, get them uh, wake up every day listening to your song, quote quote. And uh, it's just a really nice um, slow pop that we, that we especially from boy groups. These days, you don't listen to, uh, you don't hear this kind of sound uh, lately, because it's all very, how you say it, very uh, hooky, most of the boy groups uh, lately. But this one uh, is just really nice, slow, uh, feel good, slow rock, K-pop. Yeah, it's definitely, yeah. Um, it's got, it's, it's still got a bit of a summer vibe to it. I'd say it's still brighter. Um, the music video is interesting. It's all green screen, but it's like yeah. an animated world. Um, Luke, Bad green screen. What did you think about uh, kind of this song being a, a slow rock kind of song? But uh, to me, it has, has some anime vibes to it. Like the uh, the slice of life coming of age movie. Um, what did you think about ONF, um, ONF, uh, your song? I w- I was getting a little bit of that anime OST vibe, especially with like the music video, the the blue color palette always reminds me of that classic anime opening scene where like they're running and they're punching the sky and the song's getting hype. Uh, <laughs> I I agree with Reach in that a lot of the times the boy group songs um, they tend to lean towards you know like the hype uh hard hitting kind of edm house kind of tracks like you'd think a lot of stray kids stuff is in that genre and it is nice to see um not really ballad but like less like you know um high like super high energy songs uh i liked most of the song the only thing that kept it it was actually this song and one other song were in the running with juni uh and the thing for me that kept it below my number three spot was, and uh, the last time I was on, it was we did the Stray Kids album, and it's mm-hmm. the same issue where they kind of did this like auto tune section on like the first rap uh, intro. I I don't know any of the members' names, but the guy comes in. Honestly, I think he kind of looks like RM. I don't want all the people to come murder me, but he kind of looks like RM. It's okay. Army won't hear this. We're going to edit it out. Army, just, you know, tune out for like the next 10 seconds. You're totally fine. And uh, yeah, like he, they, they auto, like, I, like, I don't know much of their other stuff. I'm, sh- I'm sure he's like, his tone is fine by itself, but they like heavily auto tuned him. And that was, that was the one thing I was like, ah, okay. Like this is, this doesn't beat the, the Junie. Mm-hmm. Although it was the rest of the song was up there, I I did like the the slower pace, the the yeah. the, good, the vocals were good. Yeah, yeah, it's a really good contrast with um kind of the music we had last month. I think we ended on a really like heavy note with uh, ATs and Gorilla, and that was like the, mm-hmm. the most aggressive, so heavy. right? The most aggression we had all summer, and um, the fact that this is like the first boy group song out the gate that we're talking about is a complete one eighty in the fact that it's just bright, it's summery, it's. It's not a ballad, but it's definitely just a more vocal heavy song. Um, I, I do understand what you're saying about the, the auto tune. I think some of that kind of takes me out of the song where it's a little too uh, too refined, too robotic. Um, but I do like the vocals, like you said. Um, I think there's a nice contrast with um, some of the tones of the different members. I think it's Wyatt who has the deeper tone at the very beginning of the song. Um, yeah, the rapper is Wyatt. Okay, yeah. When he sings, or no, when he raps... 
in that deeper tone, that was pretty cool because it was contrasted with um, some of the members who are singing higher right afterwards. Um, he does have a section later that he sings in. I think that's the section you're talking about. Um, that one caught me off guard because he sounds completely different in both those parts. So, um, yeah, I think that definitely stuck out for me as far as something that was uh, a little curious, kind of perked my uh, my curiosity of why they chose to do that because he was so good as a, as like a deep voice rapper. Um, but overall, yeah, just, man, I don't even know. You guys killed it. Um, Breach, uh, finish this off. Do you have any uh, closing thoughts, last words for this song, for ONF, for uh, your song? Uh, no, no, no. That, that, I think we all covered it. I mean, it's a good toning down for preparing for autumn. Toning down, preparing for autumn, truly. Yeah, we're in September now. Jeez, man. Jesus. All right. Um, I guess it's my turn. I'm now very conflicted because uh, you guys are just throwing songs that I, I did not think was going to make it. So I guess, you know what? We'll just start here. Son Yishide, Forever One. We're going to go there. Okay. For number three okay. Um, there goes my list. Yeah, yeah, man. Well, I, I have to just do this now because I, I don't feel like I feel like we're drafting almost. But but this is a draft. So you, you're throwing us a draft right now. Essentially, right? Um, God. Right, well, SNSD um, Forever One, uh, the long-awaited return. Um, five years in the making. The the women are uh, definitely at a different point in their careers, but they all look incredible. Like my God, like they they definitely have um, maintained. Uh, an entertainment profile as far as how they look, how they perform, how they sing and present themselves. What was kind of said on the main show was that um, there is a bit of a celebration mood mm -hmm. to this song where it could be a little bit limiting as far as uh, relative to everything else in K-pop. But if you, if your expectation is, or if your standard for this song is the fact that no group has ever done this, no group has ever started in 2007 and has essentially been um relevant and prosperous over three decades they've touched three decades essentially if you think about it um girl group girl group um yes the, there are boy groups that have done this yes um but i think it, it's it, it's a really great entry point for a lot of new people new fans and a great yeah. reminder for all of the old heads who've grown up with a synesty um just with with everything, I I want to go into so many details, but I I don't have to throw it to you guys. But there's a lot of homages essentially to their their past music in this song while being modern. Uh, Luke, what are your thoughts on SNSD Forever Forever One? I think actually it's going to be really interesting this the conversation here because I didn't really get into K-pop until like two and a half years ago. So Ooh, yeah. in that span, SNSD was that you they didn't like it's been five years since their their last release so i have very little um almost next to zero uh experience with snsd in terms of music uh obviously you see some of their members in like dramas or k variety so uh, that's that's my experience with snsd i thought the song is a good song there was nothing uh, while I was listening, that was where I was like, "Ooh, that's not great," or "Oh, I like, I don't like that." At the whole point, I was like, "Yeah, it's good, it's nice, solid, like seven out of ten. Um, no nostalgia bonus for me uh, that I think both you and Reach probably have, and I, I do agree that um, the 
the way the mem like the members just look so good, and the stylings for the music video were like on point. Um, just just a good solid song, no holes as far as I'm aware. I I really appreciate that perspective because um again K-pop is all about um, what's current and essentially new fans coming into it every year, every cycle, right? So uh, I'm glad that this song was able to at least access you and kind of your interest. Um, being a safer song, I would say, for new fans, but I mean, that's kind of what you have to do when you've been out for five years, right? And you just want to bring people back into the fold. Um, what Doug said on the show is he hopes that this is the start of a follow-up and that they do something wow. a little bit yeah. more um, experimental within K-pop. They have Kwanga to mess around with. Come on. Um, so hopefully we'll about that place. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they do talk about it on the album, but we do, we do have a lot of room for SNSD if they do continue to do music. Um, Reach, so you are an old head. You are also 90 years old. How did this song hit you in your nostalgia feels? Well, first of all, uh, I think uh, we all, all our all heads can agree that we've been waiting for this song ever since they teased it weeks before it dropped and unlike that look here uh the nostalgia point is really the key point to to this song and watching it uh in my opinion music video uh, because when i watched it the first time like i couldn't focus because i'm just to the music at least because i'm just looking at the visual and like all the images of like what i've been through like kind of like floating around my head and I'm like wow they're still here and we're 2022 and the first time I saw Sonia Sonia Shide was when they dropped G back in what 2000 something 2007 or something like that uh, and yeah I mean to be honest I I think I do agree with what looks at this song is um by itself it's kind of, I guess, a standard K-pop girl group song. Um, no, no crazy parts. No, it's not boring either. It's just really nice, easy listening. Um, for me, at least. But you know, watching it is a different uh, experience instead of just listening it over, you know, your your headphones. But other than that, you know, I hope Doug is right and we get more Sony today in the future. It may be nine. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Bro, you're a trip. <laughs> I kind of like stop you there. Um, that, that person, I think, is done with, with uh, what, yeah. whatever's yep. happening over here. Um, but we could all dream, right? Um, no, I, That's I, my dream. Yeah, no, I, I, I echo everything you said about kind of the nostalgia points about the, the whole presentation, right? I mean, just, just seeing them all come back together. Uh, for me, I've been following um, a lot of the individual careers for the past mm-hmm. um, four or five years or so. Tiffany in particular has always uh, had a soft spot for me just because uh, I always claim this and we should claim this. She's from Diamond Bar, Reach. She, she's, she went That's to true. Yes, that is That's us. True. She was born in San Francisco, but then spent most of her childhood in Diamond Bar, California, which is uh, outskirts of LA County. Sorry, Luke, I just, you know, it's, it's a thing. It's us, you know, we're, we're all about <laughs> geography at this point in the show. Um, and I, I did try to follow her US career and the fact that she was uh, as a solo artist doing a a lot of English only songs. She did tour. Um, I went to that yes, tour yes. right before COVID. I saw her um, oh, wow. in a pretty small venue. So, I mean, a lot of space to, to move. And it was one of those where you don't realize um, 
what you have until it's gone, meaning like tours and just anything in the future. Um, and then I kind of followed her interviews and just her process and how she talked about wanting to create her own path away from her Korean um, mm-hmm. K-pop identity. But then everything comes full circle, right? Where she kind of gets pulled back into Korea. She gets the role on Chicago as Roxy Hart. I think that was her big, big like, come come back through into the Korean um, uh, ecosystem. And then being a judge on Girls Planet 999. It's just, I think all of those things allowed her to kind of um, be at peace with what she has done in her career to now come and celebrate with all of our members back um, as a group. Um, yeah. My long-winded way to say, of saying that the music video itself has a lot of homages to different songs and music videos. Uh, I have a whole list. I can name a few. I got a, I got a boy, paparazzi, holiday. Um, there is a script for Chicago in Tiffany's scene. Um, and then all of the actors, actresses have their own different like setups also. Um, for, for the song, um, I, I'm 50-50 in the sense that I agree in that it's safe. It's not overwhelming it's not doing anything super um you know experimental but when that chorus comes it's just so catchy it kind of gets stuck in my head um and i think that is kind of the the formula of what k-pop has been over the past two three decades right and i think they at least capture that and they modernize it well enough yeah um that was my long uh, love letter to uh sonishide so thanks guys for for hanging out and and being being with me for that. Um, any closing thoughts for you, um, Luke, on uh, Sonichi Day? I will say I agree that I I I like the song and I liked it enough that I want Doug and you and and Reach to be correct that you know it's the beginning of another Sonichi Day comeback era. I did it did get me to look at some some of their other songs, Holiday, Hoot. Little touch, um, and the other thing I will say, I did, I did watch a lot of their variety content, and them as a group, very funny. Like not like variety is a big thing now, and they they do it very well. They're so good. Yep, on variety, they're so good. They are, and they're so relaxed too. That's what the best part about it. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't seem forced, and then so natural, and then. And of course, like everyone knows them and they know everybody. That's why it makes it easier, at least at this point. Yeah. God, that's crazy to think that like you have an entire group who is just so embedded into entertainment, Korean entertainment culture, where it's like, yeah, it's just like another, another t- hangout with uh, some old friends on screen with cameras and jokes and just, man, that's an SD. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I need to pick up my album. So I did um, order it. Um, at my local shop and I have yet to uh, pick it up because I'm lazy. But yes, I will get that. It will be in the back um, next to Yenna, probably. All right. Um, back to Not the top. Mine. Um, back to the top. We've got Luke Daniels. Uh, what is your number two track of August? My number two track would be After Like by I. Um, I start by saying I think it's probably the weakest of the three I've releases, in my opinion. But that being said, the other two I've releases are really good, that it's still in really good company. Um, overall, the three members that I find myself like looking at the most are Liz, Eugene, and Ray. Uh, 
Eugen is just like an overall hard carry, just good at everything. Like variety, uh, vocals, dance, visuals, it's all there. I really like Liz's and Ray's tone, however. I feel like they bring a lot to the group in like I find a lot of like K pop sounds the same because they're all trained to sing the same way. But the the tone Liz and Ray bring I think help differentiate the group, which I think is really important with how talented and heavy a lot of the fourth generation idols are coming out as. Yeah, and they're all really, really great insights into to that song. Um, I have a lot yeah. to say because uh, this is also my number two song. But I'm going to throw it to you, Reach. Um, what did you think about um, After Like? And I guess being the third song in their 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 little trilogy here, um, it's a bit different. Um, I would say the first two songs are a little bit more similar. This one definitely leans into retro. This one definitely leans into um, kind of a little bit more of a story. I like the meta aspect of the music video where it's like mm-hmm. a music video of a music video being shot with all of them in separate sets. Um, but what did you think about the song? I I, I will just simply say I love the song. But tell me more. What are your thoughts? Same here. I can't believe this is the third, your third favorite of the All of Ives because this is my this I think this is their best one uh, out of their third one of the three releases. Uh, music video is, is wow, just top notch. And the last half when all the fireworks start blowing up, right? There's a fireworks right or some some yeah, thing yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, going on in the back. I'm like. Dude, I, I repeat that like so many times because that just got me off my seat, you know what I'm saying? And uh, you mentioned Bray, and she is one of the members that's like really stood out, like um, to me at least, uh, of all this um, doing promotions throughout their second single and bring it up all the way down to this the newest uh, promotion time for after like I feel like. She has like she sounds. She looks quiet at the very beginning, but you can tell like uh, if you watch their sideshows, like their um behind the scenes, uh, she makes some really witty comments like here and there. Like she like I think she knows she's just a little bit shy, and I'm glad at this point you know she kind of like get out of that shell. And um, I don't know if you guys watched the Knowing Brothers episode with them. I, it's on the it's the new one right it just came yeah, out yeah 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 no Go I, watch. I have oh I'm excited I'm excited you, you don't reach we all don't understand Korean fluently we have to wait for the subtitles, the subtitles. oh is there no sub yet I don't I don't <laughs> I know think there is by now yeah but, but, but uh, I usually like yeah. give it a couple days maybe a week or so so I'm never like on top of my variety oh, okay. because yes um but um i love what you guys said about ray um i think she has two great shots in the music video the opening shot with um her color is green uh on the car um you have the the camera on the robot crane uh, it's just that robot crane camera whoever decided that has so much personality it's it's a robot but i kind of love new the- member of ive right? i need it in every music video yes it's so good um i just love the fact that it's essentially dancing along and just like trying to capture all the different angles while also being filmed doing so um and then also um right in the stunt car so kind of a nice um kind of mirroring effect where they have the car indoors they have the car outdoors and she's like strapped in with like both seat belts across um I, I, it's really fun right um, the member that stood out to me is, uh, I hope I pronounced this correctly, Ga- 
Reach help me. Starts with a G. Ga. 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 Yes. Um, I I do like the fact that you know she's got the short hair going blonde. She's the only one with a sequ with uh, a large emphasis on sequins and a lot of glitz and glamour in this music video. When the music mm -hmm. video itself is kind of bright and has a lot of the uh, the sparkles to it, right? So, um, I think that's kind of cool that she, she was given a little bit of that visual emphasis. Um, and I think she's pretty popular right now on the internet. Um, I keep scrolling through TikTok and I keep getting recommended her fan cams. I don't know why. I, honestly, I, I I don't go searching for these things. It just like shows up. So it, maybe it's just TikTok's algorithm. But um, yeah, her parts are, are pretty fantastic. I I have to just uh, for a brief moment talk about Wan Young because yes, girl. she one she has been amazing, incredible since she was in Eyes One. Um, and I'm gonna borrow Nina's uh, line that she said months ago. This is not her final form. And yet, she's killing everyone. Um, happy birthday to, to Wan Yang on August 30th, uh, 31st, sorry. Um, she uh, celebrates her birthday, and yet she has her entire life, her entire career to continue on with like the power looks, being the center of this group, being a really like angel-devil contrast with Yujin. I don't really know who's who, but they can kind of both play the same or the one or the other, um, but it's just kind of cool that 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 you have that them too as the uh, the focal point of the group. Um, and again, mm -hmm. Yujin is just really good at K-pop. I will forever repeat that because she is good at K-pop. Um, who picked this? Luke, I did. Yeah, <laughs> Luke, my yes. Good. Also, go ahead, Rach. Don't yeah, forget yeah. to watch the I've Nemujin uh, service. Oh, you know what that is? Who who was it? Was it Ray? It was Ray, yes, yes. Oh, yes. It's just Ray. It's 20 minutes of pure bliss. Um, it's very good. What, what's So, for, for those who don't know, this is Starship's group, and I don't remember the last time Starship had this kind of fervor. This is crazy, right? Like, because it, it doesn't feel like a Starship group. It kind of feels like an extension of Eyes One, but it's definitely starship one right um and i think it's definitely riding a lot of that momentum um i oh one quick thing about the song so again it's a retro song i love retro i'm a sucker for retro even if it's a moderate to okay retro song i will probably love it this song for me has a lot of abba inspiration as far as the way it starts um the vibe setting and then the the flourish with the strings in the chorus Mm -hmm. Man, if 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 you've ever heard your grandma playing ABBA while playing Mahjong or Bingo, it's just this song right here. Oh my god. Yeah, it just I was when I first heard it I was like this is ABBA. Who they freaking nailed it. Um while also ABBA, being K-pop, wow. right? It's just like god, man. Um for me, I don't really know where I, I place this as far as my I've like top 3 songs, top 3 title tracks because I put all 3 songs on a playlist, listened to them on loop the past couple of days. I don't know anymore. I used to not like um, the title, the first song. Um, 11. 11. And now I really like it. Really? Yeah. Um, Interesting. And Love Dive was my favorite song. But now this song's here. But I also like 11. So I'm just, I'm just a mess, guys. I'm just a mess. <laughs> yeah, for me, they just, uh, just gets better. 11 was great. Live Dive, another step. And after like an even larger step, so... And I don't know if you, this is a crazy stat right now. I'm just reading, reading the stat of I've. They just won their music show 
uh, today, Korea time, which is yesterday. You know how much they have in total right now? They have 24 wins. Holy. Total. just started less than a year ago. Well, yeah, not. didn't 11 win like Everything. 11 or 12 by itself? <laughs> yeah. And it ran for like 90 weeks? Yeah. Love Dive just ended its run. <laughs> Level won 13 times. Love Dive won 10 times. The difference is that Life Dive is staying on the, the channel right. on top 100. So like good. since it, it came out <laughs> and hasn't, hasn't gone off yet, the top 10. God, man. So are this guy is crazy. Um, no, incredible, incredible release. Surprise how much I enjoy I've not, not to say that I didn't like them, it's just I only had so much room in my heart <laughs> for, for groups that I like, and now it's like I gotta make room. All right, cool. Come on in. I've um. Thanks, guys. That was also a very spirited, spirited conversation. I have just a, a puddle of emotion right now. So thank you both. Uh, Reach, what is your number two track of August? My number two. I think we all know it's twice. Talk that. Talk. Are you Sing it to me, Crispy? Are you doing it? Tell me what you. Tell me what. Okay, I will not sing. I will not dance, even though I kind of know the, the choreography. All right. Well, Tell me about twice talk that talk. Um, why is it also why is it number two? And um, t give me give me your emotions and feelings um, when you heard this song, leaning into retro a little bit more than the feels. But I think honestly, in my opinion, kind of better than the feels. Um, but what are, what are your thoughts on talk that talk? Okay, hold on. Let me straight something out because Luke took my number one just now. So I have oh, to read. Nice. I have I have to read my number two because so my number one is not is zero justice right now. You could have gone with the alternate. I already said it. It's all right, no problem. <laughs> um, well, tell me about twice. Tell me to talk about talk. Well, it's it's definitely in our top one or two for sure. So go go for it. Definitely. So I cannot. I can just miss the chance and have one of you took took it right. I'm, I'm I'm. It's my turn right now. So anyways, um, this song is very catchy, and Twice does what Twice do, looking good and creating the best dance that's memorable, and uh, music video is very colorful and worth replaying over and over and over again. Um, and I really like the person who made this song, uh, Collapsed One. If you're familiar with that, he wrote so many J6's song and Promise Nison's, uh recent songs like DM, um, Feel Good. He, he's the guy that does. And he did, wrote, he did the feel. Wrote all these magic songs, right? Yeah. yeah. And he did the the Wu song from earlier this year. Oh my god. Yes, yes. Right. Jeez, man. Catch the star. Yeah. That's uh, a lot so of his songs. This guy is the guy if you want good songs, uh, and I'm glad they did it for for a very special album. Uh, what's their album name called? Something one and two between one and two. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they um, they're playing in the live show. I watched it. I said between once and twice. That's I think that's what they told us. And everything in between that happened when the you know the creation of twice. Uh, and did any of you guys uh, scan the? Uh, what you gonna yep. Yep. The QR code during the MV. <laughs> I did at the very end. It's actually like their first post um, when twice, uh, not twice, when once was uh, announced and created. 
it's very, very sweet it, Easter egg. It's kind of. I think the 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 feeling is kind of like in line with what Sunshine Day did for their fifteenth year anniversary, but this is more like, hey, uh, we're back. Uh, the seven year curse doesn't affect us, and we're here to stay for another seven years. Yeah, all very subtle nods to the fact that um, they've been around and uh, they're celebrating with uh, with the fans. God, that that photo is uh, really pulled out my heart. I was just like, oh, November third, two thousand fifteen. Oh my God, I see what it is. Um, Luke, what did you think about Talk That Talk? Um, it's another retro song, but I think it's... Every time I think Twice is dipping, they just go right back up the hill and they peak. And this is kind of an amazing song for me. Um, what are your thoughts on Talk That Talk? Well, I had Twice in number one. So as fitting, Reach has now stolen my number one after I stole his. <laughs> So I I really like the song. It's I I like you were saying. It's very reminiscent of the feels, which I also really liked. I remember when it was on the Soju chart. I'm pretty sure I put it number one every single week that it was allowed to be number one. Um, the the outfits on the music video just so good. The Y2K fits just ah, oh, Chef's kiss. The Twice is like, like what we were saying. Twice's choreo has never been, like you know when you watch Itzy choreo and you're like, holy shit, how are they doing this? You're just like, oh my god. I don't think Twice's choreo has ever been that, but it's always like their execution has always been so clean, yeah. And like the group synchronization is always there. So while you're not like blown away by the choreo itself, just you can when you watch them, it's like okay, this is this group knows what they're doing and they're doing it well. And I will say, it's it's been happening more recently, but I think this this title track has really been the culmination of like, I feel like all the members got used really well. A lot of the times, especially in older tr- songs, in terms of just the vocals, it's always like a Jihyo Nayeon like just power duo and the other members kind of get lost especially momo and sana but here i feel like the little like they they interject momo and sana's different voices and mina's and tui's at really good points that help emphasize nayeon and jihyo's like just like their their raw vocal power mm-hmm. and as always like the mina palette cleanser the mina bridge is just so good I love everything you said. I love everything you said. Um, I want to build off of that a little bit. So, um, like you said, with Sana, um, I think she they, they put her in a really nice spot to come off of Jiho in the first chorus. Um, you have kind of a very controlled power section with Jiho and a very sweet, like, Sana section. And it just like plays really well together uh, to kind of finish out the chorus. And then right into the next verse, you have uh, Chae Young, um, my favorite member. Hello, hi. Um, she does a really nice job of kind of setting the table for Momo, which, you know, Momo doesn't necessarily have like the best uh, or the most like singing parts in a lot of songs, but a very distinct voice. Like you could definitely point her out. I feel like right here they did a nice job of uh, letting her settle into kind of the lower register to contrast Chae, Chae Young here. So it's just like, 
they're really playing with the dynamics of like the different vocals and different members and i think in a really nice way that pairs with um the retro song because it's got a very consistent progressive like retro beat right it's always moving forward right like forward motion in the song um and i think that plays really well with the stop and stop of the vocals and the different members so god man just i i have not loved like every song composition of twice it's more of a, an emotional feel, how it looks, how it feels, and just like the members themselves, like it's the relatability. But this is mm-hmm. like one of the, like it, they've slowly become a group where their songs now are like catching me in like all these different like detailed moments, right? So uh, I th- I think I definitely feel all these great things. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. music video wise, uh, they are in their version of Kwangya. In the eighties, um, so JYP Wangya. JYP Wangya. Oh no! <laughs> um, Please no. Wait, wait. Didn't Nmix have a? No, I. That's what world? I was about to say. Nmix is in their not... own universe. Yes, a hundred percent. No. Yeah, but you know, it's subtle. It's not like so JYP, um, because again, it's playing into like the eighties retro, like eight bit, like setting, right? And um, like you said, the outfits are absolutely incredible. Um, I only wrote down notes for one person's outfit, and it is Young. Uh She is my entire life. Uh, her oversized leather jacket with that red dress. Yes, vis- visualize that, please, everyone. Um, Reach, um, any thoughts on kind of the whole presentation and kind of what you felt about just anything that we missed with regards to Twice and Talk That Talk? Um, let's see. Uh, we covered a lot. Um, oh, shout out to Nyon's belt at the end. Tell me what you need. That's caught me yeah. off surprise. I was like, whoa! She, I was like, was that Gia? No, that was Nyan. Like, wow, crazy. Yeah, that was really um, cool. Also, Fire album. I like yes. every song in there. That's real, there are some real, very good B-sides. Yeah, real quick, let's talk about that. Um, Reach, what's your favorite song on the album? Basics. I, why, why are you taking my stuff? <laughs> Yo, because... <laughs> We are one. <laughs> we are truly like the three of us have hung out a lot the past couple of weeks. Um, yeah, my favorite song. It's a Che Young special. She wrote this song. She's on the credits on Wikipedia. Thank you very much. Uh, Luke, <laughs> what is your favorite song on the album? Don't, guess- it's be- no, actually, it, I'm, it's between Basics and Queen of Hearts. The, the Queen of Hearts song, it just, you know how everyone makes jokes about like what happened to Avril Lavigne and how she just kind of dropped off the face of the earth. <laughs> Avril Lavigne became uh, seven Korean slash Chinese slash Japanese women, and they she did Queen of Hearts. That's that's what she's been doing. That's a great pull. Wow. Yeah. It, it it's it kind of falls into the trend of um like that pop rock sound that a lot of other idols and musicians have done, but kind of in a very tri- twice subtle way. Um. So yeah, great pull. Avril Lavigne. Yeah. Good. Good job. See, you're an old head too. You are secretly ninety years old. <laughs> Secretly. Yeah, I was like, hold up, Avril Lavigne. How do you know Avril Lavigne? I know. I have an older sister. That is how I know Avril Lavigne. Gosh. Oh, also, gosh. that if you wanna like you talking about the rock sound, go ahead Google "Collapsed One," which is the guy who made the song. You gonna know like all his songs. That's that's like hitting all the hits, and they're all title tracks. He makes lots of title tracks. Oh gosh. Okay. We have a lot of homework to do. All right. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm gonna get to my number two song of the month and um i, I think i'm gonna take a hip, hipster take here um it'll be an alternate i was not expecting to talk about this song 
I'm between two songs. I'm trying to buy time. All right, let's do this. All right. August 29th, we had Tempest, Can't Stop Shining. Um, yes. Tempest has surprised the heck out of me. Um, when they, they debuted, I was like, oh, this is kind of a bright boy group sound that we have not had in quite some time. And they do it very convincingly. They do it very fun. Now they come back with this. Again, it's bright. They definitely have a higher budget. This music video is kind of beautiful in a lot of ways. Um, I love the fact that they enter through this door into a hallway of flowers. And that's kind of the motif throughout the entire music video because it's about like shining and being bright. Um, probably closer to spring but hey you know whatever we're in summertime um the song itself very groovy i kind of it just there's just something about tempest where they know how to execute this lightness with also just being really cool about it right um luke i heard your reaction what are your thoughts on tempest can't stop shining when i was definitely not just five minutes before we were supposed to record uh looking through all the songs on the list uh, Tempest did make it into my playlist. I had never heard it before. The song is its very good. Uh, I will echo that when I was watching the music video, it's actually one of the... F- I like When I watch boy groups, I tend to prefer the, um, the performance-based stuff. So, you, you know, Stray Kids, The Boys, 80s. But this music video was actually just so nice that I actually watched the whole music video. And like you said, um, that that scene where the door opens and they're in like the hallway of like wisteria flowers, very like Japanese-esque uh, garden vibes. The special effects, which sometimes in K-pop music videos are really bad, was actually really good. They, they did that whole like time stop uh, sequence and the rewind and just overall... It was good. Like a lot of times when I'm watching music videos, I find that I'll just stop and be like, okay, I'll just, I'll like, I'll do something else and I'll listen to the song. This was one of the few music videos where I just watched the whole thing, wasn't doing anything in the background from start to finish. Yeah, no, I'm glad that kind of caught you up by surprise too, because Tempest is just, I would never have expected in a million years to just like be so connected with something that's like, oh, it's just a random boy group that isn't from a big company. Um, Reach, what are your thoughts on uh, the 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 color palette of this music video? Music video. It's very bright. Um, the song is very fun. It's also very bright, but it's got a. They do mix in some synths and a little bit of disco retro, but it's not like the overarching genre of the song. Um, I would just say it's kind of just a groovy summer song. Um, what are your thoughts about uh, Tempest? I regret to say that your boy did not listen to this song yet <laughs> <laughs> that's okay i'll i'll, I'll so I, I did look up um you said not a big uh company but they're from Yuehua. i don't know boy groups clearly <laughs> yeah uh, it's not uh, from edward will so yeah yeah, yeah. no i but as soon as I, I, mean, that, I was like oh yeah <laughs> i am currently looking at the mv uh live uh without without music no, no. Uh, I do recognize the flower wreath that's from Luna Slip That. That's all I know. Uh, but other than that, you know, I'm. Uh, I I have no say because I'm not listening to it yet. That's okay, man. I I got you here. So uh, I would just say for those of you who uh, have not checked it out, because again, they're probably not as well known as other boy groups. This one is definitely a surprise. A definitely a palate cleanser going into September, as far as like boy group songs. 
Um, the music video itself is very beautiful. Uh, we've talked a lot about it. They do a lot of different effects and different shots. Um, the one shot that... Oh, no, so the... The point of detail for this music video, I think that they do a really nice job of that isn't shown in a lot of songs in K-pop is the fact that they hold a lot of the choreography shots. Like you get to see stuff. You don't cut away too quickly. You get a lot of the members. Um, Hanbin, uh, Vietnamese kid. Hey, what's up, dude? Um, Orange hair definitely stands out. Um, I recognized him from the debut. And for some reason, I will just always remember him and his presence in, in these songs so great great charisma um really eye-catching very memorable um and then i like the touch at the very end of the music of the music video where they um go to the beach so you know kind of evoking that shine um intercut with this disco stage with a lot of lights in the back and then it closes with a handheld tape recorder camera to give you a sense of the 90s i guess kind of like at the end of summer right it's definitely the end of summer it's that kind of feeling so um, yeah, check out Tempest, uh, Can't Stop Shining. I hope I hope this one is a surprise to a lot of people because this one really caught me by surprise as well. All right, uh, we're back to the top. Luke Daniels, what is your number one song of August 2022? Well, number one, like I said previously, was Twice. So I'm going to have to go for an alternate here. And I'm, I'm between two songs. One song, I think, is a good song by itself but i think if performed live could be a great song and Mm -hmm. another song i think is good all except for one part which i think is very not good um so i'm going to i'm gonna go with a song that i think Ah, you guys might pick either of them. Okay, I'll just I, I'm going to pick uh, the Mama Moo song, the Solar Moonbill song that dropped today. Mama Moo Plus, wow. yo. Okay, I got a lot to talk about the song then. All right, let's go. What what hits you about this one? Uh, shout out to Big Naughty, literally being everywhere right now in this R and B world of K-pop. So okay, um, in I from Mama Moo. My two favorite members would be Solar and Moonbill. So every time we get Solar Moon stuff, always very happy. And immediately when the song the song starts with a little bit of like an intro video, the video is very cute. It's exactly how I want all of my road trips to be forever in my head. But when Solar hits that opening note, she does her Solar thing. Immediately you're like, whoa, okay, we're here. Solar singing. She's doing her thing. And just all around A tier, maybe even S tier vocalist. She knows what she's doing and she does it well. I'm always super happy when Moonbill isn't just forced to rap all the time. When Moonbill gets to sing, it is a good day. I think Moonbill probably has one of the most recognizable and unique tones in K-pop, which I really, really like. Um, And she's just... She's also just a very good vocalist. Like I know, like you know, she was she's the rapper of the group, but just vocally, very good. And they play off of each other very well. This was a song where I thought everything except for one thing was good, and I really don't like Big Naughty's rap, especially his first verse. I think it's really bad. Go into it. What what doesn't work for you? It. 
was the same thing. I, I think it's a st- It's two things. I think it's a style thing. I don't really vibe. It's not. I don't like it. I don't vibe with his style and the cadence that he raps in. But they also do the auto tune gravelly thing in his first verse, and I once again I re like that plus the fact that I didn't vibe with the style. This made me really dislike it, and every time he came on, I was just like, "Can we just go back to Solar and Munbil, please?" He said a lot of great things. I will say that. Um, let's start with the Solar Moon Moon Sun. My God, this is the best friend track. This is the best friend track for sure. Um, I, I I am a sucker for vibey cruising R and B music, and this is definitely cruising R and B music. This this music video is almost entirely shot in this Jeep. With the camera like in front of them just hanging out um the song itself um I, I echo what you said about solar opening the song i like that she's a little bit more restrained and she's got a lot of clarity in her voice in this song and then that pairs really well with the fact that moonville does have that lower register and then she sings very sweetly almost kind of like a playful relationship with your best friend it's like ah oh, god it got me you got me um and then kind of just the, the interplay between them throughout the entire music video is very sincere and genuine it's like oh this is probably what it's like to hang out with them or to see them being a fly on the wall just throughout their entire lives knowing each other for like what over a decade now um god they've been together for a while i think it's about a decade right i mean they've been training for a long time um yeah i think that's right with uh big naughty's part i like big naughty I like the songs that he places himself in. Very similar genre. I will say this. I don't remember his part very well. So I think that probably says a lot to kind of your point about it not working too well. And the fact that you caught on to the auto-tune. I like him incorporated into the music video. Kind of the fun hitchhiker. And then they mess with him. Almost like a little brother. A little bit later. But musically... Yeah, I think you're right. I think I agree. I think Moonville and Solar are a great, great pair for this song. And uh, I don't I don't think Big Naughty added anything to the song in particular. But again, I think it's also just being enamored by Solar and Moonville. Reach, did you check out this one? How do you feel about it? What are you guys going to do me like this, man? <laughs> I, I did. I did check out this nice. song. I saw it once before I went to work this morning. Regrettably, uh, I need to listen to it more for <laughs> for it to like mean something to me. But I I do agree about how the chemistry between those two um, works very well. They know each other forever, ever since uh, their trainees. And um, and I also do not remember being on this part, not because of what your reason you just said is because I just don't remember it. It was uh, a couple hours ago and I just listened to it once. I, it hasn't stuck in my head yet. And I did not put it in my list because I totally forgot. So, you know. <laughs> no, totally. Hey, hey you, you listened to it once. I think I think that was good input right there. Um, but it's not bad. Not bad. I didn't, I didn't stop it halfway. I listened to it the whole way. I think that, this, that is, that's a good thing. Uh, I think this song falls into uh, the category of R&B songs from this year in particular that uh, have very similar sounds, kind of the mm-hmm. uh, bedroom R&B. Um, I would say Jay Park and IU Kanadara kind of headline a playlist of that. Um, this one mm-hmm. definitely slides right in, right next to it. Um, you have this, you have Polaroid, um, you have Darari with um, Treasure. I think those four Love songs right song. there like encapsulate this sound, this vibe of like pop R&B 
chilling, cruising with your homies R and B. And for some reason, this year has a lot of these kind of songs in the best way, and I love it. So um, shout out to uh, I guess the Mamamoo Plus is what their unit's called because that's what I found them under Spotify. But Moonbill and Solar, and it just it just it just works, you know. It just it makes sense. It makes so much sense. Um, Reach, what is your number one track of August that is not twice? What is my alternate alternate? But you know what? To be honest, at the very beginning of the week, I mean, not the week, the very beginning of the month, this song has been, I think, in everyone's number one. And everyone help, everyone these days have this in their hands. They carry it everywhere. Uh, it is Yena's smartphone. <laughs> yep. For YouTube, you saw a little bit of the choreo that I have seen on repeat for the entire month. Flip, swipe. Let's go, let's go. No. Um, reached, <laughs> well, Yena is just an infectious person. I would she just, is. That is like the definition, the best way to describe her. Um, what about this song kind of carries on? from Smiley, um, and what about the song is a little bit different that really rings into your heart? Pardon the pun, bone First ringing. Of all, her voice, her voice just so adorable. I mean, there's this one part that's like the, the bridge part. I, even if she's saying her voice, it's just making everything like so adorable, you know? <laughs> um, the music video is very, also, again, cute. Uh, she, she's just, you know, she's just the embodiment of that. She's carrying that ever since uh, Eyes One. She's, uh, she's the duck of the group, and over here she brings a real duck. She I'm gonna call it a real duck. She I'm gonna call it a real duck in this MP. Yeah. And I mean, it's a pretty good song, uh, very catchy. Uh, and I also appreciate that we found, I found out there's a YouTube series about him and her brother. And her brother oh, helped so choreograph, choreograph that swipe thing. And I'm like, how, ah, just so good. Uh, go ahead. No, Luke, um, what did you think about Yana being amazing, adorable? And have you ever gotten your sister water while she worked on choreography? <laughs> well, okay. I think it's going to be a little spicy, boys. We're going to get a little spicy here. I like the song. Um mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's a decent song. I really like Yena. I think talent-wise, dance, vocals, it's all there. Visuals, it's all there. Of the post Eyes One people, I think entertainment, like entertainment value to, like in general, Yena is probably in the top three. Like I think her variety stuff is some of the best variety stuff that anyone's doing. And like Reach said, uh, the Yena and her brother, I think it's Sangmin. Uh, it's mm-hmm. so good. It's like the most wholesome. Like, but it feels like real at the same time. Where like you know they're teasing each other. The only gripe I have, and I think the. Uh, I think the Soju Talk guy said the same thing is I feel like where she is right now, Yena is hemmed. Like the the concept they're doing is kind of restricting what she can do. 
Like yeah. in Eyes One, she was one of like the main vocals. And here, it's all the same kind of singing. Like if you played Smartphone and Smiley back to back, it could almost be the same song. And because of that, I think I liked Smiley more, which then because the comparison, it's the same artist it came out, you know, close to each other makes me like Smartphone less. But I think it's a good song. I just don't think it like I listened to it a lot on the day it came out and then it didn't make my playlist. No, that is an incredible insight, I would say. Um, wow. No, that's a great insight. Um, it's. I agree, actually, with the, with the sentiment that because she released two songs that are so similar um, as like your first introduction into her solo career, um, they, they might blend a little too far together, right? I think visually, concept-wise, sonically, very similar songs. Um, I think it's carrying on kind of the strengths of Yena, but I think almost to a point where it becomes a little bit of a crutch, right? Or maybe leaning too far into it. Um, I will say, as far as Warren's analysis on kind of the song elements, that helped me understand what they were trying to do that was a little bit different. And I was able to kind of pick some of the hyper-pop elements out of it. But again, I don't think that was strong enough to the point where um, that was uh, very clear or present for someone yeah. who's just like casual like me, right? Um, so I do hope that they push her in a different direction, or at least in the things that they've teased in the song. Um, to be a little bit more of a, what she can do next. Um, as far as Yana herself, I think her music and her releases have encapsulated like everything about her as far as personality. Um, and they've done a really good job as far as marketing her, her brand, her character. Um, and I think just as far as, far as that goes, um, really well done. But uh, musically, I would have to agree, could use a little more variety, I think is the best way to put that for her, right? But... Smartphone was on my top three slash alternates, and I did really love the song and release when it came yeah. out because again, it made me feel something. It made me feel good, right? Um, not not to say makes that you smile, yeah, yeah, it makes me smile. <laughs> not, not to say that K-pop always has to be super positive, but I think Yana is doing a version of super positive that no one else is doing. So I think I'm okay with that, um, mm. and it, it allows for contrast everywhere else, right? Where I can listen to like Yana, and then I can go listen to Unbi. She's doing her like uh, glitch thing in the Matrix, so um, I think those are like really cool. Like, if I'm just taking like Eyes One numbers, right? I think that's a really cool like uh, compilation of music from different artists who have similar histories in K-pop. Interesting. You know thing. what would be a sick like pie in the sky collaboration? And these two companies have already worked together, so it's not a non-zero chance. What if you took Yenna? Chokome, and you gave them a song that would blow everyone's brains in sugar rush to the atmosphere and we wouldn't there would be blood splatter everywhere brain matter all over the place i honestly do not know how you can contain that sugar as you said reach um well reach what is your reaction how would you feel about the five of them Chokome plus yena <sighs> That's too much sugar. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I would do. If you just put, like, gee, I can't even words that. No. Just Dayong and Yena is already like over the top. But 
I'm actually kind of shook. I don't really know where to go. But that that is hopefully we put them into the universe, Luke, and it somehow manifests. Um, maybe a song, maybe a special stage, maybe a CF. We never know. We got a lot of different classes. End of the year stage. I'm ready. God, that'd be crazy if they did that. But how no. about just have a uh, a partial Eyes One reunion? How about that? What? I'm ready. Because I don't think the Japanese members accept Sakura. Sakura's around. Well, Hitomi and Nako can come back. Yeah. Isn't Hitomi going? I, I saw the trailers. You know how She's doing the, they're doing the cheating trip thing. She's yeah, in the yeah, third that's season. True. And yeah. with Cheon, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah something, something, something's yeah. in the works. They'll, they'll yeah, be all here. And watch. Like by November, we hear that something's going to happen yeah, so in yeah. December. It's only an hour flight from Japan. So, yeah. yeah. yeah it's <laughs> For like, sure. It's like going um, from. The Bay Area to uh, LA, easy. Right? Yeah, yeah, piece of cake. <laughs> yeah, um, no, um, yeah, one of my favorite people in K-pop. I will just put that in there right now. As far as like her presence this year and in the past, um, I was not a big Eyes One fan. Not in the sense I didn't like the music. I just didn't follow them. Don't have the bandwidth. Mm-hmm. Don't have the emotional strength to do it. Um, but apparently, I like Eyes One now because I've liked so many of the group releases. Um, freaking, we got Yena, and then I've in the same month of ta- of discussion. So shout out to. All of the post eyes one kids. All right, we are here. My number one track, the track that I teased for you guys at the very pre-recording and storytelling and all this stuff. So I am going to give an homage to one of our fearless leaders on the main show, a one Warren. We hope you're well, sir. We hope that you return with all the fire and energy, detail and spice from Korea to discuss all of these songs next week. And we are going to go with Rocket Punch. Yes. <laughs> Let's We're go. Gonna drop the Rocket Punch and Flash. So I, I've said this many times, but I don't really keep up with news, comeback and the teasers and stuff. So I forgot that Rocket Punch was coming out this week. It dropped. I watched it and I loved it. Um, I think they almost got pigeonholed into the retro sound of kind of doing retro, but maybe too similar to other groups. They take some of those elements and they flip it into like a dark EDM style while contrasting with like a really bright concept, right? Where they, they're I, Rocket Punch is in their own Kwangya. I'm just calling everything Kwangya now, but essentially like their own like universe, right? And I don't really know what it entails, but it matches really well with the song as far as um, conceptually, right? So, cheese um, man, Rocket Punch, this song is great. Um, Reach, what did you think about Rocket Punch and Flash? So I'm glad they made this turn uh, because uh, I think Retro has been already, I think we're, we're happy enough of that. Except for Afterlife, that's great. Um, uh, you know, I, I when I was listening the first time, uh, for some reason, this is an audio, I have no idea, maybe you guys can help me. For some reason, Ryu Sonyo came up in my, like, this sounds like some kind of Cosmic Girl song. I'm like, not song, maybe their sound, maybe their vibe, I have no idea, I could not figure it out myself, but for some reason, the, the group just pops in my head every time I listen to the song. Yeah, um, so to, to play off of that, there is a foundation of Runway House and kind of dark yeah. EDM that's very similar to what Cosmic Girls have done in the past couple of releases, specifically with Last Sequence. Um, but I think there you go. they do lay it into the song, but the vocals itself are a lot higher and like 
I guess yeah, happier. Yeah. They're not dark, right? It's not like dark vocals, kind of like last sequences. You you're very moody. It's like you could play this at a um, at a fashion show where it's like I, I think Flash. Its intention is like light signal action, right? That's kind of an amazing like beginning of the chorus. But I still feel it's a little lighter, a little too bright to be thrown into a runway. Um, but it does have a lot of those elements into it. Yeah, um, Luke makes what? sense. You explain that really nicely. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. I, 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 thought I understand my thoughts now. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I like Muji Sonia a lot. Exi, uh, I love you. Hi, I met you. Kind of. Did we meet? <laughs> Probably. I don't know. Everyone in my section knows who you are now. We uh, met. Luke, what are your thoughts on um, on Warren's group, Rocket Punch and Flash? I feel it's going to be a hard fight for Mr. Warren on the charts with what, what's come out. But I feel if he's had any chance, this is his best chance. I think this is Rocket Punch's best song, in my opinion. Mm. Um, it's another one of the ones that I watched the whole way through. Uh, I enjoyed the music video. Very good. Good visuals. Uh, it's another one where they hold the dance in the music video a lot longer, and I always appreciate that. I find a lot of times I turn music videos off and I immediately type in performance version because the dance, for me, is such a big part of the draw to K-pop. And the fact that they hold it and it's clean, they do well, the choreo is nice, is very good. Uh I also agree with Reach. I was getting some Cosmic Girls, uh, especially in like the pre-chorus. I don't know the members' yeah. names very well. Warren's going to come for me. But there's right before they hit the chorus, there's a sustained high note that one of the members do. And it's very, very reminiscent of the way uh, Yeonjung from Cosmic Girl hits her high note, especially in last sequence. Uh, it's that same kind of tone. Not really falsetto, but really high up there. Uh, it's very good. Very, very good. God, amazing. Amazing. I, Warren is going to love us. You know, Warren, I will just clip this out and send this to you specifically to talk about just how much we love this Rocket Punch release. Uh, I echo everything you said about kind of the, the compilation of sounds. Um, even if you're not a Rocket Punch, um, no Rocket Punch very well, I would say the vocals themselves are definitely far more elevated here than I think in the past songs. I like the last couple of songs. I like retro music. But again, I think it was uh, a lot of very similar retro where I couldn't really distinguish between the two songs. To be honest, I can't really name them anymore. Um, they kind of <laughs> blend together. Um, but with this one, it's definitely a departure from that sound. I think that's what's going to help separate itself. Um, this is part of a mini album. Uh, three songs. Three pretty different songs. Three amazing songs. Um, the second track is Moon Prism. And if you're thinking Sailor Moon, yes, that is exactly the tone and the concept, at least musically, sonically, that I feel like they're trying to do. That is very K-pop. It's subtle, but it's there. So um, it's a very easy listen, those, those three songs. Um, I think the songs are actually quite long as far as length, but they're all very good. So please check it out if you can. Um, yeah, there you go, guys. That is our top three of the month of Ooh. August. I'm going to run through it real quick just to uh, recap everyone. So we've got Luke Daniels. Number three, we've got Junie, Not About You. Number two, we've got Ive with Afterlike. Number one. Mama Moo Plus, Solar, and Moonbill with Better featuring Big Naughty. Reach, number three, 
with ONF, your song twice with Talk That Talk, number one with Yenna with Smartphone. We can flip those two, by the way. We can put twice at number one and Yenna at two. That's okay. I agree. I agree. Um, and then my three songs, um, we've got SNSD, Sonyashire with Forever One, Tempest, Can't Stop Shining. Yes, that is a boy group song, everyone. And number one with Rocket Punch with Flash. Guys, August had a lot of bangers. Let's be real. I was surprised. Um, well, actually, actually, July, both very good months. Yeah, so summer, I think, in general, kind of melded together for me, where it's like I don't know where it stops and ends, and I just like listen to everything. Um, yeah, and we've got a lot of music. Good job, K-pop. Yeah, and um, we've got tours and concerts coming up for the rest of the year. All right, um, we're gonna switch it up and transition into a little bit of a KCON LA recap. So the three of us. We yeah, met, yeah. we hung out on Saturday. Uh, Luke, because you went first, I got to throw it to Reach first here. So Reach, what is your uh, takeaway? What are your emotional, uh, what is your emotional feedback from KCON LA 2022? Um, and us all hanging out and meeting for the first time uh, on Saturday. So that was the very first time for me meeting someone from Discord. Uh, that was very nice uh, pleasure uh, we have a great time together and <laughs> i was like wait a minute how are they gonna find me because i never see my face <laughs> but hey you know what I, I was wearing a very um noticeable shirt it was the japan uh world cup uh what year it was but i was like just looking for a japanese uh, flag i'm pretty sure there's no one's wearing a japanese flag and yeah it was very easy and you know, KCON twenty twenty two. I think I mentioned to you guys, uh, it's not as packed. I I, I can only um, compare it to the previous KCON I went, which is twenty nineteen, uh, the one before the pandemic, the last one before the pandemic, uh, the Lunacon. Um, uh, not as much of patrons that came this year, but still a lot of people. And I uh, thanks to Crispy and look, we get really quality uh, footage of uh, the artist <laughs> in the convention ground. And it was a pleasure meeting you guys. And you know what? 2023, we're going to go bigger, right? Oh, we've got plans, buddy. We've got, we've got plans. Um, Luke, nope. what, what are your um, feelings, thoughts, and um, just, you know, just to recap um, how it all went for you in KCON? I would echo a lot of what... Uh... What Reach said, it was great meeting you guys. Um, I think it was very lucky that uh, the three of us kind of just vibed. It was, I, you know, it didn't feel like um, stuffy when we were hanging out. Like, I didn't feel like I had to fill empty space and or anyone was trying too hard. Uh, we were just all there hanging out, chilling, having a good time, enjoying all the stuff that, you know, we, the, the common ground we already do have terms of the con itself and the concert mm -hmm. um the the con is uh, kind of garbage <laughs> <laughs> except for if you get lucky and you get to meet uh you know the meet and greets and the kind of stuff that i think that's the highlight uh i will i will let crispy speak to um his greatest hits moment uh i it will be on his tombstone an heirloom of his house for the rest of his days um, and a short recap of the actual concert itself. 
I thought day two was a lot better than day one. Uh, not just in terms of the artists, but actually in terms of the structure of the show. I think the stage mm. manager and everything, I don't know if they planned it that way or they, they saw what happened on day one and they're like, okay, we need to switch this up. But day two was a lot better. Nice, nice. Yeah, definitely adjustments, I think, between the two days um, were definitely felt. Um, I can't specifically point them out because uh, I was... Uh, several drinks <laughs> apple juice i drank a lot apple of apple juice. juice a lot of apple juice and then i also bought some like um other apple juice when i got in so you know just a lot of apple of juice that day uh no it's an absolute amazing pleasure to have met you guys just to really hang out um yeah i think you summed it up really well i think we all had different um complimentary just like vibes no, definitely different energy. Uh, I will say I took the L. Well, uh, no, those are all W's. We take those. Those are W's. Um, <laughs> dubs, dubs. When we were uh, on the convention floor, think like in the heat of the moment, of course, like the excitement like hits you and you're like, oh my God, people are going to convention. And then you kind of step back, or at least I did, and was like, wow, there's really nothing here to do at the convention. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the, there's lines for everything, but there's only like, there's really not that much to do. Um, but thankfully, idols are just walking the halls and everywhere. Um, we did start Saturday uh, seeing Lightsome. Uh, we got up t- to their like 15-minute like small stage. A lot of people in front couldn't really see them. It's fine. But then Reach tells us, hey, I got a spot in the back hall where they enter. So we, we find our way to you. And we position ourselves right on the rail. And that is where we become best friends with Kepler. So as they enter, we see them. We take some photos and videos. And then on the way back, you know, they, now they know us. They, they recognize our voice. I definitely made my presence known. I, you know, my favorite members with the J-Line. So Mashiro, Hikaru, hey, how's it going? Yes, so. Um, and then as they come back, I, well, yes, so because yes, so and Mashiro. That's, right. my, that's, my, that's my running joke it's like they're the same person I have to correct you every time <laughs> they're, right. they're the same person I don't know what you're talking about um, but as, as they're coming out uh, they're finishing up their little meet and greet where they're passing out candy I hold up the camera and I go Hika-chan and I throw up the gyaru Loudly. then she throws up the double gyaru and that is it she had the biggest like smile and explosion of happiness I've ever seen in my entire life. And that is when I knew it that Hikaru was. is my best friend. Oh, so, hi. You know, we're, we're going to, we're, we're going to actually be best friends. And then, you know, just, you know, it'll be great. Um, and then Chehyun, I saw in the video later, she actually was there and she threw it up too. It's like, yes, perfect. Um, and then as Mashiro was leaving, she was at the end. She had her hands full of candy, so she couldn't really do anything, but she recognized the moment and she turned around and threw it up right back in my face. And just I should have done that too. Oh man, <laughs> it was so good. Um, so I peaked at that point. It's like, oh, they know, they, they know us. Cause that was a team effort guys. We were all standing next to each other. Let's be real. I cannot take full credit for this. The three of us were together. Um, yeah, shout, sure. shout yeah, out to um, the the friend, the homie that we met. Uh, don't really know his name, but he was talking to us, telling us the strats. Um, so that was pretty. The cool homie too. who stood in the same spot for like five hours. Oh yeah, what a trooper! Yeah. Oh, that guy. Yeah, he's like, I've been here for five hours, guys. I'm like, wow. Jeez. But honestly, like 
there's rules there wasn't much to do so probably the best decision was to do that <laughs> just like yeah, really just see everyone um and then we caught to one just walking behind us <laughs> just like okay i guess just, this is happening like, hey guys we're here too <laughs> yeah like, oh hey, with hey no what's security up? <laughs> and just like nothing it's like oh hey like, you're like two feet away from us that's cool um and that was really nice to see them kind of uh be really chill about it so yeah that was um that was that was the highlight right that was like hour one. Yeah. That's like the first thing we do in there, right? After getting yeah. Yeah. after Pretty getting the was... oh, the dreaded band waiting line. Oh my god. Oh yeah. So I, oh no. Yeah. So we should go into that a little bit, um kind of the the length of the line and then actually no, oh. let me throw it to Luke. Luke, what so what happened and then how did you circumvent the situation? How did you help us? So I got there on Saturday earlier than you guys. And when I got there, the line was already outside the convention hall and in the sun. And I was like, oh, my God, this is just this is to get our bands to get into the convention. So I'm standing there in line by myself, just doing nothing. And this the security guards start walking up and down the rows. And they're like, hey, if anyone has a Toyota, you can skip the line. And I was like, what? It wasn't. It wasn't until later that I realized like Toyota was like sponsoring the whole event. So yeah. I'm there waiting in line in the heat. I think I waited for an hour and a half, an hour and forty five, of which I would probably say an hour fifteen was like in the heat, just standing there. Oh my so god! So I'm on Discord and I'm just telling the both of you, is like, hey, when you guys show up, if either of you drive a Toyota, bring your keys. You'll get to skip the line. I think you guys had to wait a similar length, but you had to at least wait indoors where there was ac and no sun yeah. yeah yeah i got there and i was like is is this uh, uh i was like yeah someone uh told me that if you have drive a toyota you get a shorter line like yeah show me your keys i'm like right this way sir <laughs> and then i waited i think uh five minutes and then crispy came and then we waited for like 10 minutes and then we got in and then we waited like an hour inside but you know what it's it's all right it's air conditioned. Yeah, big shout out to to Luke for scouting it out, getting there early. Um, yeah, yeah. Thank you again, man. Like really, like it was awesome. Uh, the concerts. Um, recap that real quick. Reach. What did you think about day one? Um, and then what did you think about day two? I forgot how loud K-pop concerts are. Um, so if I want, I just want to tell you guys how or where or I'm located. Okay, I am. Uh, not where okay it's it's who is around me all right uh there is uh i think i think everyone agrees there's the young the demographic is young and mostly females and that day uh 80s performed so there's a bunch of 80s around me and hyper performed so there's a bunch of engines around me and stray kids a bunch of stays around me i am deaf <laughs> and especially at the very beginning of the concert ATs performed a very long stage which i don't mind because i really like ATs. and i think i think look i think is this what you're talking about like how the show kind of like not organized well yeah day day one felt like a bunch of mini concerts rather than one cohesive concert. Mm-hmm. 
And it also wasn't a fair number of mini concerts because some people had like half concerts and some people had cameos. Yeah. Yeah, can we talk about that a little? Um, well, you know, I, I mean, uh, let me finish my recap real quick. Um, so I do, I do agree about how some groups have just unfair amount of time and some just had like two songs and a, and a greeting. Uh, but overall, um, the energy is crazy, uh, especially when Stray Kids came out at the end, uh, fitting ending to the whole um, day one, even though it went really long. I think that was like a three-hour-plus show. So we didn't, we didn't go out around uh, close to midnight, just before midnight. Uh, that's, I think that's the only grab I have with day one. Um, but other than that, you know, I said, yeah. all right, I do, I do like day two better, but day one... Not bad. I thought day one was just it felt really tiring because we had done all the things throughout the day. We're walking and just kind of separated from the show until the show, and then all of a sudden we're there for three and a half hours. Um, yeah, I think day one the the thing that did stand out to me is the um, unequal s- stage time for sure. Yeah. Um, it almost felt like Itzy definitely could have gone even longer, but you know, I, I guess they they prioritize boy groups because. They did some research and they realized that it's mostly girls and f- females and between the ages of 12 and 35, it's just like, it's a big range, but you know, they all love different boy groups. So it's like, all right, fine. I get it. But at the same time, come on, man. Everyone loves Itzy. Although the two people that Itzy interviewed said, and hyphen, man, that was rough. <laughs> God, so sorry. Yeji and Leah, I love you guys so much. Um, but, but yeah, I, I have to agree with uh, day two. It did feel like it was smoother. It went by really well. Um, I liked my highlight definitely for day two was uh, Wuju Sonyo. So they did their Queendom 2 song, um, Aura, kind of as a special stage. Um, I did like the effect that they used. Um, they had Sola um, kind of being the, the focal point to start. And then they had the kind of the background visuals. Um, and then the song comes in and just like hits, right? It's just like, oh, it's good. And they come off the stage. I'm just like, what? What? That's it. But then they do reappear, and then they do, um, they do last sequence, and they do as you wish, irori irori, um, which oh, I'm just so good, so happy. That song is crazy. It was so live. good live. It was crazy. Yeah. Uji Sonyo, tour when, please? I think he, I know when. When are they coming? Like mm-hmm. so many groups are touring of of the same um popularity, right? Why? Yeah. Hello, or just like we we would love you. Starship, uh, come on! Stop, stop favoring Ive. I mean, we get it; they're good, but come on, come on. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think what else happened in day two that I really liked. Oh, um, the, a, a gripe for day two that I had is Stacy only getting two songs. Yes, thank you. And Stacy getting all the audio issues of day two. Yes, my God, <sighs> man, come on, come on! What the heck? I have no. I have nothing. I have nothing. Because they, I think they spent a lot of time at the convention. They had stages on day one that we went to. I think they had stages on day two. I'm pretty sure they had that special like dancing stage where they performed. They had a panel. And then when they actually performed, they get two songs. And then it wasn't played out well. So, come on. Um, but I think overall... So, end mix. Um, oh. So, also. OO. Really good live. I'll just say that. Luke, come on, Luke. 
Tank, I'm st- okay. I actually with Luke, I Tank, I'm still, you know, okay. Sure, fine. Uh, but Luke, Come how, on, how did you feel about Edmix and uh, anything else in the concerts? I will say that OO is a six and a half out of 10 song, but at KCON, it was a nine out of 10 performance. Those- Even though they're rookies. I would probably say Enmix had some of the best live vocals of every group. That includes Itzy, that includes Stray Kids, that includes Cosmic Girls, Stacy, everyone. I think Enmix vocally, I'll just say right now, I think Enmix vocally of all the groups that have debuted for Gen 4 are the strongest. And it's not like just Lily is strong. It's like all of them are strong. Yeah. And I agree with and- that. Okay, I think Tank is a garbage song, and I'm never going to go against this, but it was a great stage. That song is garbage, but the stage was amazing. Performed well. Performed well. I agree, because I still didn't really like the song, but I was vibing. I was like, it was pretty good. It was pretty cool, pretty cool. Um, I was vibing all of this song. Yeah, that was, that, was, that was fun. Interesting that they put them on day two. I mean, I kind of figured just a JYP day, but hey, kind of split it up. Um, day... One had Kepler. That was fun. They did the uh, dream stage with uh, the fans doing Water Out together. Um, surprised they didn't get any more. Oh, I completely forgot. They they did um, Lavi and Rose. Lavi and Rose cover. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, go, you know, I'm trying to. Go for it. <laughs> I'm trying to just uh, piece things back together. There's a lot of things happening day one that. They're just like surfacing my mind, but Larry and Rose, a special stage, Kepler. Like, what are they gonna do? They're gonna do. They showed the graphic mm-hmm. of the Rose, and I was like, oh, sh- is this is this real? Yeah, everyone's like, oh, are they gonna do O O O? Like, oh, uh, no. And then the song draw, I'm like, let's go, let's go. That was. Uh, I, and, I, and I forgot what happened because I. <laughs> He's blacked out. No. 100%. Yeah. 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 Uh, Luke oh, and for Crispy, yes, there was another special stage. That I know you liked very much. Did I black the, out? The light sum tomboy uh, stage. That's my favorite form of the day. You uh, are, spicy. You guys, they're correct. God, I can't believe I forgot about that. Yeah, no. Um, so yeah. light sum did cover tomboy. I, I think that one had a really great reception as far as guys and girls, right? I think that song mm-hmm. just like works really well for. Um, for, for anyone, for um, yeah. if you know you're a guy or a girl, and the fact that it was lights, um, the fact that now my section now knows who Sangha is, um, also added to the effect to the uh, thanks the to you, huh? Yeah, you know, I just hard carry like my favorites. You know, if if I have a favorite member, everyone's gonna know who that person is now, just like Sangha, <laughs> just like Hikaru, uh, just like Exi. Um, yeah, I, that was. Yeah, I would say top three. I I didn't rank them, but in my head, I think I I can remember that one specifically as being a pretty incredible stage. That's the standout stage. Um, also, um, a little uh, a little episode of uh, day one from me personally. I think I told you guys a little bit, but uh, there's a group there that performed called Gravity, and uh, they did the song "My Turn." And then uh, that song is the room, room, room skirt. You know, I yeah. do not like that song, uh, but li- listening to it live is kind of, kind of 
kind of fired in his life, you know what I'm saying? And uh, your boy here uh, threw his hand way too hard and uh, pulled something in the back of his shoulder. That's right. <laughs> oh, man. I remember. It was mild. I, I could carry on. It's not that bad, but, you know, I felt it. Uh, the rest of the concert. Uh, <laughs> no, but that was, that was fun. Uh, I can't believe I did that to that song. Yeah, you're living your life, man. Um, Luke, were there any surprises and lasting memories you have of KCON? Yeah, there were a couple. Um, I had a small solo adventure on day two. I wasn't planning to go to the convention on day two because, like we said, there's nothing to do there. But I ran out of other things to do in LA. So I decided to just go anyway. I was just walking around. I went to go look at some photo cards and whatnot. And I just somehow, by complete luck, ended up at the very front of a line when Kepler was exiting. And I don't know how, like the people, like I said, there were people who stand in these spots for like five hours at the very beginning of the day. I just somehow ended up at the front. And so Kepler's exiting. They're coming out. I see Hikaru. I give her a nice high. She almost high-fived me, Crispy. I did it for you. But like... When even back in the day when Girls Planet 999 was going, me and my friend watched it episode one all the way to the end every week. And from day one, I was always voting for Youngin. I was like, this girl is going to make it 100%. I got the free Youngin high five, high touch by standing there. Just highlight a day two, probably. I like just complete luck. Didn't mean to be there. I just happened to just walk into it. The videos are there, there's evidence. Um, that was yeah. That was probably the highlight of the non-concert stuff. Uh, the concert stuff, you have to like. There's no way you can't not mention Luna's dream stage. That PTT stage was so good, so good. Yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. I feel like we have such good luck with Kepler. I think we are somehow just the biggest Kepler fans ever. Now, um, yeah. the I, never mind. I'm not gonna butcher <laughs> the name of the the fandom. I I think I know, Ka- yeah. That's such a very awkward thing to say. I'm never gonna say that correctly. Hi, I'm a Kaplian. No, odd, but... I'm just a Hikachan fa- friend. I'm a good friend, and you're a young friend. Good friend of hers, <laughs> clearly. Um, Reach any uh, lasting memories? Well, I did go to the day two. Uh, I went solo that day. Um, yeah, I thought we were going to go, but you guys uh, <laughs> uh, slept in. Uh, for some reason, uh, the KBRQ we had the, the previous night kind of gave me like a second win, a really late second win, because I woke up like, what's this energy I have? Uh, I'm just going to I'm just gonna go. I'm just going to go. I mean, what, what else are we going to uh, do? I have to wait a year for this. I'm just going to go. So I left. I got there about the same time about 12 o'clock-ish, right when uh, Luna uh, came in through the convention to do their, um, what was their collab stage called? The Dream Stage. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you guys know this, but they auditioned during uh, the convention day. That's like 100-something uh, participants going there, uh, like five like in the groups of five, and then a, an actual choreographer chose 
who get to be on stage. At the very end, the final choosing is Luna themselves uh, chose who um, who gets to dance with them. So I I kind of plan my day, my second day, because I know I'm going to be myself. So there's like nobody to uh, hang out with. So I kind of have to you know be prepared what I'm going to do. So I plan to see Luna check, and then I plan to see Uju Sonya check. I got that. Uh, that, that was the only um, stage that I had to wait. I think I wait like like half an hour uh, by the rails, uh, and then realized that I could not beat the people that's been waiting for like two hours, right? So I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna enjoy the show because all I'm gonna see are biceps and handphones. So, so like, all right, I'm just gonna look where the big security guy is, and it's gonna be the place we're gonna come out. So I just hover around them, and then I got a good, nice uh, footage of them walking to the stage and off the stage. Um, could not get their attention because way too many. Uh, I'm just a, I'm a quiet guy, so I gotta learn. I gotta, I gotta learn from Crispy here. I need to just let loose. <laughs> and then um, I remember what I do after that. Locked out, probably. Oh no, I, I was hungry. It was like, like two, uh, two o'clock, three o'clock. So I went out to eat, and then I went out. After I eat, I go back. Oh, by the way, the food inside is so much better than outside, guys. That day, they had like um, this spicy hot dog, and then like uh, the bibigo stuff was inside. Yeah, <laughs> that cafeteria. So yeah. They changed it up, but we—I guess there there was no. In the side, they didn't have like a food section like they did last uh, last year, so like nobody know. Uh, so that was a pleasant surprise for day two. Uh, good food to recharge. Um, I went back inside the convention just to see what's up, and you know the theme of our two-day KCon is luck. I think. Because just like Luke, I just went in and then I see, thank you, we're Stacy. And then I saw them walk out just right in front of me. But I was behind the security guard, so I could not get a good wave. I couldn't get them to look at my wave, but you know, I, I get to see them. So that's good. Um, and I made to, and I made my way to, I guess, uh, the, the main show that I prepared for. For day two, which is the panel with Chokumi, which is Sonia Chokumi. Waited in line for about an hour, but it's cool. We, we were sitting down and I made uh, friends with the people in, back in front of me. One of them was from uh, Seattle, one of them was from Thailand. <laughs> Crazy, right? Yeah. So that was fun. They did a TikTok challenge. Um, yeah. If you were there, Crispy, you would have. No, nope. honestly, get up there. Nope. Yeah, yeah. Nope. <laughs> no, no, no. Because they, they were like, "Who wants to do challenge with us?" I'm like, "I can't do any of that." And then they would like, everyone would like raise their hand, and I'm like, oh, "I wish I was more courageous." Because there, there was someone out there that like literally the same as me, but he's just much more courageous. Like, oh. sorry, uh, man. Yeah, we'll we'll get it next year. We, we're we're gonna. 
we, we we've got practice now. We know like where where to get in. It's like our spots. Pick our spots. I, I'm I'm just the one that like jumps into the fire yeah. right away. So at least I can clear yeah. the path for you guys. Yeah. Um, and at the end, I met Luke. I was uh. Can you Luke? Can you describe what I look like uh, in the table? They were kicking us out of the convention, and I was walking, and I just I saw a man defeated. His head was just down, and he was like staring blankly at the desk. And I was like, "Why does this guy look so familiar?" And I walk up to him, and was like, "Oh shit, that's Reach!" And I I wave hi, and I shoot you not. He probably took like a second to two seconds before he looked up, and he's like, "Oh, hi." <laughs> oh, beat well, tired. Jeez, what a long, fun, adventurous, joyful weekend. Gosh, yeah. Um. No, I I think for me the lasting memories is uh, running into you know idols and K-pop groups just in like the hallways and behind me and just I yeah the convention wasn't great um, there weren't like you said there wasn't that many people but I think that was to our benefit for those moments because mm-hmm. if if there was like maybe twenty percent more people that those were gonna be really hard to like come naturally and I think those yeah. were just like really cool. Um, serendipitous things, right? So pretty cool there. Um, us just like really casually hanging out. I think that's super cool. Didn't even mention Korean barbecue. We got Korean barbecue Saturday yeah. night. At like one in the morning. One in the morning. I, I was more tired than I realized because when I got home, I was just like, oh my God, I'm dead tired. So I slept all day Sunday. I woke up like at one. And I was just like, what is happening? Like I'm exhausted. Um, I was able to recharge and get to the show, so it was great. Um, yeah, honestly, the, that's probably like the 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 highlight is just um, hanging out with you guys. As cheesy and corny as that sounds, because um, because it, you know it, we really did just become friends like right away. Like yes, yeah, like we yeah. you know we talk on Discord, we see each other's usernames and chat occasionally. I've had you guys on the show, but it was kind of immediate. The um, like you said, the common ground, um, kind of an yeah. amazing thing that just like happens and. I think we we're just very fortunate that like our personalities all melded together and complemented each other. And uh, I was definitely there to take the W every single time. So I hope you guys are more than you guys are more than wel- welcome to, to yell and scream at the top of your lungs to get the attention of uh, your favorite people next time sure, we do this. Sure. Uh, Lesson learned. Yeah, because um, I, I locked eyes, guys. We became friends. <laughs> he I did lock eyes with. Chae Hyun and Hye, so you know. There you go. See, you gotta, you gotta, yeah, get it slowly work into it. Yeah, but um, oh, and big shout out and to Yojin you. and Yojin too. Oh, Yojin, yeah, there you go. And Yojin's friend. <laughs> I remember we don't really know who she's she is, but she seems like she's in K-pop or Korean entertainment somehow. Um, perhaps a dancer. Um, and then big shout out to uh, Mina. So we did see him on Sunday for the concert mm, yeah. beforehand. Um, we took a picture. It was a nice little meetup. So that was pretty cool. Uh, and then two friends, uh, Head in the Clouds. Three friends. Two friends? Two friends, Head in the Clouds. And then uh, Mishy, Michelle also joined us. So we're just like a big collective of K-pop friends now. Um, they go to many shows too. So if we end up doing this again, I'm sure we'll get together. So yeah. Um, amazing. Thanks for yeah. the re- recap, guys. That was uh, great. Um, I guess we'll do a quick closing thoughts. Uh, Luke, what are you looking forward to for the rest of the year? I am looking forward to colder weather. I after LA, I am done with anything that is above 
24 degrees Celsius. I need it to be cold forever for the rest of the year and planning trips for next year. Yeah, I guess I'm saving money. Um, no, cold, cold weather is good. It's, there's going to be a heat wave where I'm at in a day. It will be 95 degrees Celsius. Uh, well, it's not Celsius. Fahrenheit. Oh, Celsius. <laughs> Fahrenheit. Your brain is very much doing its thing right now. Good job. Um, yeah, so I, I feel you there. Um, it's going to be very brutal. Reach, what are you looking forward to for the rest of the year? Uh, I am. I do am looking forward to a colder uh, weather. But I don't know. LA has been hot. Hot, hot, hot. And I feel like it's not going to get cold until January. But, you know, it's great to meet you guys. Um, you know, it's, it's, not, it's never awkward even meeting you guys for the first time. And even you look, uh, no awkward moments. We just, uh, you know, when, when they say, uh, pick up where we left off, it's, it's yeah. kind of like, kind of like, that's how the vibe I would get with you guys. So, yeah. Yeah, well said, man. Um, for me, got a couple shows to go to. Um, Damn, this guy. Where are you going? Uh, Friday in like three days. I'm seeing Joji in San Francisco. So that's oh, a thing. Oh. Um, I don't remember exactly the next couple of shows. Um, oh, I'm seeing Nikki twice um, in October, uh, a Wednesday and a Saturday. I'm seeing DPR um, in San Francisco. Ooh, this guy. And I'm going to camp. In LA. Oh, so jealous. Yeah. So jealous that you get wow. to go to camp. I just, I saw it and I was like, I gotta go. Um, the, the main reason, I would have hesitated otherwise, but the main reason, and this is just a very like, like soulful thing for me. It's, it's Lehigh. Yeah. Oh, so good. She, she doesn't, she's, she's, she's doing this she, now. She's you're touring. She's here. Yeah, yeah, what? Yeah. How? Um, she, she has always been like my favorite singer period in in Korea. Right. So, yeah, um, good seats. Uh, I got GA in uh, the Rose Bowl um, field. I'm inside. Oh, yeah. So I get to I walk see, around okay. freely and just like do my thing. Um, yeah. Uh, for those that don't know, Camp is a K-pop music festival over two days in Pasadena, California. Um, some of the names you may know: um, SM brought their people. Yeah, Taeyeon. Amazing. At Espa. Yeah, Kai. Super Junior, um, and then uh, all of um, AOMG apparently is going. <laughs> so shout out to Lehigh and all the other folks there. Um, wow, is it SMX AOMG or something? Yo, it's like half the lineup, more than half the yeah. lineup. It's crazy. Uh, Somi, shout out to Somi. She'll, she'll be there. Um, she needs to do something SM, a lot more often. SMX, AOMG, XYG, because it's Somi, Zion T, and Icon. No, Icon, yeah. Yeah, Icon's going, yeah. God, that's crazy. We need more Somi. We do. We she needs to just hang out and just, you know. If she wants to stay in the United States and just like be here and just do music here, that's cool too. You know, she's she's more she's than been here for a while, right? I feel like she that's has what, that's, that's what I've seen. Like yeah. the pictures. She's just been in California. I was like, oh, what are you doing, girl? All right. Let me go downtown real quick. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Bro. Um, well that does it. God, this was so much fun. Our dude, yeah. We really did just pick up where we left off, and you guys are both incredible. Really, really, really can't thank you guys enough for uh, for doing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love it. Uh, it's always always fun. Always fun with you, too. Yeah, man. All right. Um, let's sign out. 
Thank you, everyone, for listening to the Soju Talk Nation podcast, episode 51. Subscribe on YouTube, follow on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts, and continue the conversation on the Soju Talk K-Pop podcast Discord. This has been the Soju Talk Nation for Luke Daniels and Reach, uh, two amazing, amazing homies. Uh, We're going to do this again real soon. That is a promise. Um, This is Crispy. Bye. Peace. Bye-bye.